It's time! Drew Doherty and John Harris have their white coats and their goggles on, and they're ready to talk Texans in a different sort of way. Uh, Let's go in the lab. That's right, the first post-draft edition of In the Lab right now. Drew Doherty and John Harris. Hey, let's talk about the draft, John. You don't want to do that, do you? <laughs> Ooh, man. Let's Y'all see. Drafted out? Uh, I'm trying to think of all the different places that I talked about the draft prior to and then after. Bonkers. Think- it was like that song that I've been everywhere, man. It's kind of felt that way. I mean, starting with the time the draft season hit, I mean, it's been pretty much it's been pretty much everywhere. But we're kind of we're kind of winding down, but you know, figured with this in the lab, we'd we take a look at the Texans specifically, but not the Texans draft pick because we talked about those guys mm-hmm. forever. We're gonna talk and about Wednesday. and we're gonna play a little game called Sit or See. Yep, and we're gonna go through the 2018 schedule. Is the rookie who was drafted in the first round by the opponent the Texans will play? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna sit or are we gonna see him? Right. And before we do that. We want to remind you, you can listen to this on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and go and leave us a uh, comment. Go and leave us a rating. We want to get better. We want you to love us. But most of all, we just want you to listen. So check us out, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Okay, so, John, Texans open up at New England on Sunday, September 9th at noon Central Time, which means are we going to see two rookies that were drafted in the first round? I think we will. I think Sony Michelle. Now, a couple of things with Sony. He's been dealing with the, a, a knee issue apparently, and well, it didn't slow him down at Georgia. Yeah, but that that could hamper him a little bit. And you also know how the Patriots like to use their running backs. With we'll see some James White. Now they did lose Deion Lewis, so there's a good chance that we're going to see win. I don't think we'll see him every snap of the game. That's just not what a running back does anymore. Mm-hmm. Even Saquon Barkley. We'll get to him in a couple of weeks couple of minutes but a couple of weeks on the schedule but I do think we'll see Isaiah win as long as Isaiah wins healthy one thing to keep in mind was when Isaiah was at the senior bowl he had been dealing with a torn labrum and had been playing with it and then was playing with it at the senior bowl so he faced Auburn Georgia Tech Auburn Oklahoma Alabama in the first two and a half days of the senior bowl with that torn labrum right and then he dominated he dominated in one-on-ones I look over, and he's talking to Jeff Kaplan. He's got this grimace look on his face. I'm like, oh, man, a concussion? No. Find out he had a torn labrum that he needed surgery on. He was just trying to get through the senior bowl with it. And he's dominating people. So the question, I think, is whether we see win at guard or tackle. That, I think, is – and I think he could actually – I think he could play tackle. And I said that. I thought he was one of the better linemen uh, in the entire draft. And how wild is that they lose Nate Solder and Cameron Fleming? Yeah. I mean, that's – that's a lot to ask. Absolutely. So right I, off the bat, I, I think it could happen. I wouldn't be surprised. The question is, how much is he able to do through rookie mini camps, through OTAs? Yeah. Is he going to be ready to? I mean, if he has to jump right into training camp and just go, that's going to be pretty difficult because he's coming back from that labrum. So either way, Clowney, Watt, Merciless, healthy, they got to eat. Yeah, they got to eat big time because if they're if they're getting chipped, they're getting chipped by a rookie. Right. In Sony Michelle, and so that they need to just feast that day. So final call, sit or see on Win and Michelle. I think we'll see both of them. All right, so C's. 
Next week, you're at the Titans for week two. You're going to see Honor Land- I mean Harold Landry? I think we'll see both of them. I think both of them become instant starters. Yep. I think if one – I think Evans slots right into the Avery Williamson spot, and he starts from day one. I think Harold should – I think he'll probably be more of a pass rush specialist. I think they'll try and go with Arakpo and Derek Morgan early. And then Landry will get involved. I think about ha- I think the second time we see the the Titans, mm-hmm. I think Harold Landry will be entrenched. But I think the first time he might he might have to sit that first time because that's early in the year. We'll see him a little bit. Is a is a fair comparison as far as playing time and productivity? I'm not saying player, but is is it kind of going to be you think like Whitney Merciless in 2012? Uh, player, they're I don't want to say they're almost identical, but their scouting reports to me were almost identical because Whitney came in yep. was sort of. Um, He's kind of called upon situationally. Right. He's not a, a starter, but he's a great he way of putting it. Had some nice success, struggled at times. Right. Wound up with like six sacks, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you said it you hit it right on the nose. I think that's absolutely perfect. So right. yeah. I so think we're gonna sit Landry early. Sit, okay. We're gonna see Evans. Okay. And then in the second game we'll see both on the Monday night game. All right. I'm not we're not even gonna waste time with the giant. We're gonna see Saquon Barkley. Yeah, this guy is amazing. Yep. Next. We're not even going to waste time on the Colts, Quentin Nelson, because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to play. He's he's in. But what about the rest of the Colts, the rest of the, the impact rookies? Because they play so many times. And I, I think I think those guys will all play and play significant amounts for this team mm-hmm. because they've got to see what they've got. There's a draft philosophy by Chris Ballard. We're getting longer, faster, stronger. We're doing the, we're doing the whole thing. So I absolutely, without question, believe that we'll, we will see all of those rookies. Okay. As many of them in the second, third round, guys like Darius Leonard, he'll definitely see the field, no no questions asked. He'll be on the field. Uh, Jalen Holmes will be on the field. Uh, you, we know Quentin Nelson will be on the field. There's no question. They've got to incorporate those guys early, even if it means it stunts the overall win-loss progress. I think for the organization to move forward, that's got to happen. Okay. Cowboys, Leighton Vander Esch, the linebacker. I think that's that's going to be interesting because what does Sean Lee do? What does right. Jalen Smith do? Where are those guys health-wise? Because yeah. by that point, you've played four games, and if you've watched any of All or Nothing or if you've just paid attention <laughs> to the Cowboys yeah. over the last few years, Sean Lee's had, had injury problems. I mean, he's, he's elite as a defender there at an inside linebacker spot, but he's he's had his, his issues. What do you think? Vander Esch play? You see him? I think you'll play. I don't think he'll start. Okay. I think he starts about halfway through the year. There's still some medical issues with him as far as that his uh, spine situation and narrowing of the spine, whether there is one there. I kind of look at him like Miles Jack. I think as good an athlete as Jack was, he had the same situation. He had like three guys in front. Mm-hmm. And he finally kind of weeding him, kind of working himself in. They kind of limited Pazlozny's reps, mm-hmm. a former teammate of Sean Lee. They kind of limited his reps. I think Sean was a little later, sorry. But either way, they limited his reps a little bit. And it just kind of got it got Miles Jack on the field more and more. And so Paul Plaza Leslie went for me a three-down linebacker. Jack shows up. Now he's a two-down linebacker. But they had other players. And then he became really a one-down linebacker. And Miles Jack pretty much took the rest. So I think that could happen with Vander Esch with Sean Lee as well. I think he sits in, the, I think he sits in this one. I think he makes an impact for them throughout the year, but I think he sits in week five. I think by about halfway through the year, that's when he takes over. I like their pick. We're not going to bust this one down, but I like their pick of Connor Williams in the second round. Yeah, I, was I, good thought, for them. I thought that was smart. That was, that getting, was good the, for them. getting the strength uh, strengthened. 
Okay, so after the Cowboys, you play the Bills at home on October 14th. Josh Allen, is he playing at that point? Or is McCarron just going to light the world on fire? I don't think A.J. McCarron is going to light the world on fire. I think... We are. We're only in week six at that point. Right. I think they're going to want to. They're going to want to keep going with AJ McCarron yeah. as long as they possibly can. I think week six. Week six ends up being that spot where. And I don't know where the Bills' bye week is, but I think, and, and this to me could end up changing things. Uh, where the Buffalo Bills' bye week is, because if this is the game after the bye week then potentially he could go with Allen in this one. That's what they did when they went to San Diego last year. Mm-hmm. I think they were coming off the bye week, and they decided that they were going to go with Nathan Peterman, and that didn't go exceedingly well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, the, the bye week is – they don't – yeah, their bye week is not – their bye week is not till wow, week 9 or 10, mm-hmm. 10 or 11, actually. So they're going to play – so they're going to play the Titans. Oh, where is it? Here we go. They go Ravens, Chargers, Vikings, Packers, Titans, then us. And then the next week is the Colts on the road. So I would imagine we're still going to see A.J. McCarron. Right. And then maybe that Colts game, but then it's Patriots after that. There's really not a good spot so Allen for them. So Allen is going to sit. He's going so to I sit. think Allen's going to sit. Talking myself you. through it, I think he sits. Okay, then you go to Jacksonville. Man. It was. Can, um, you, can you shoehorn that guy in and on that defense? I mean, I think we'll see him, but he's not. I don't think he's going to play much. I think they'll go. I think Taven Bryan is going to be a spot guy. The second time we'll see him. Yeah. I think we'll see him in a heavy, in a heavier rotation, but he's dynamic. He can get up the field. He can do some things, but he's going to spell those guys up front. And Jacksonville last year, they'd like to keep Campbell and Jackson together as much as they could, and then they would bring in Avery Jones and and. Um, I'm trying to think who else they had with him, but they had another they had another defensive lineman they would rotate with, and so oh Marcel Darius, uh, duh. So <laughs> wow, how wild is that? Yeah, third I, overall I, pick. I, at I one think point. Brian. I think Brian sits. Yep. But in the second matchup, I think we we'll see plenty of him as he's kind of worked his way into the lineup. Okay, so that was at Jacksonville the next week, October 25th, Thursday night football. Miami Dolphins come to town. What do you think? Miami went with. Um, oh, Minka Fitzpatrick. We'll see him. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Minka's going to be on the field, I think, day one. As long as he's healthy, I think he's on the field day one. He's going to be the glue in that secondary. I mean, they got some guys back there, Rashad Jones, Xavier Howard. They got some guys that have been there. Minka's the guy that's going to get everybody lined up, everybody where they need to be. Uh, I thought it was a good pick for Miami, uh, getting Minka Fitzpatrick where they did. So, we'll see Minka, him. we'll see him, no question. Not going to waste time on the Denver Broncos. You're going to see Bradley Chubb. That's yes. who you and I were just talking off off air uh-huh. a moment ago. Had the Texans stayed put at four, not traded away that pick, I could see them picking up that guy. Or if, yeah. it, had had you still kept Deshaun Watson and you still kept right, that right, fourth right, pick, right. that, that would have been that would have made a lot of sense for this team. Yeah, no question. The The – Unless you the had to sign guys in free agency like you're talking true, about. True, true. Quentin Nelson there. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there were any great edge rushers that you would have done that for. I don't know. But considering that they drafted Duke Edge four and they drafted Peter Kalambayi, now those are six-rounders, but you could tell that they obviously had a needed outside linebacker. I think they would have gone with Chubb and then and then transitioned him like they did with Clowney, kind of DE O-line, uh, outside linebacker, and kind of playing him as an edge guy. And look, they're in four-man line anyways. A lot of the time. So, a Chubb, Watt, Clowney, Merciless, pass rush. 
sick. That would that would have been sick. That really would have. But didn't come to pass, and so we'll see Bradley Chubb in Denver for sure. Who will we see in Washington, or who will be sitting? Do you think? No, we'll see Deron Payne. Yeah, defensive line Deron Payne. He Vita Vea was taking a couple picks ahead of him by Tampa Bay. And I know that Washington had their eyes on both Vea and Deron Payne. They wanted Vea, 347-pounder that can run, former 280-pound running back in high school, which is scary to think about. Deron Payne's an athlete. He's going to step right in. He'll start from day one. Again, with the Alabama guys, and I, and I say this, I don't mean this is knocking on Alabama guys, we just have seen over the history. They've come into the league beaten up. They're playing 15 games yeah. a year. And just that extra football Physical for practices as Physically, well. Physically, yes. And so they come in a little banged up, and then, then all of a sudden you see the NFL top 100. It's Haha Clinton Dix. It's C.J. Mosley. It's mm-hmm. all these dudes that are coming from Alabama. So Deron Payne, as long as he's healthy, is going to be – we'll definitely see him the week after the bye. Okay, so that week after the bye, you're at Washington November 18th. Then Monday night football, November 26th, the first Monday after Thanksgiving, you've got the Titans at home. We've talked about them. Yep. And then after that, Sunday, December 2nd, you get the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. So are we going to see Baker Mayfield, and are we going to see Denzel Ward? I think on the latter, yeah. Yeah, Denzel Baker, Ward for sure. Baker at that point, I don't know. Tyrod Taylor, I think, can play. Yes, he can. I, I just think at some point they're going to want to know what they have with Baker. Yeah. Now, the, the the question becomes if if it's here, – here's You've the, only got five games left for the Browns at that point. Well, here's December a multitude 2nd. of questions. Number one is he, if – if things are flaming out, if Baker's not, I'm sorry, if Tyrod's not the quarterback anymore, I would guess that it's flaming out for Hugh Jackson. Yeah. And I get the impression that Hugh Jackson is just not long for Cleveland. Right. I, I just, for whatever reason, I just get that feel from Not a lame duck, John but Dorsey. he doesn't have much uh, yeah. much time left. So, I don't know if that, that does any good at that point to bring Baker in. If they decide to go to Baker, it's, it's a fait accompli. Hugh Jackson's going to be done at that point. So... Uh, I think by December 2nd, I think Tyrod's still part of it. That could be the last thing. I could see them being, uh, you know, like a, a, a four and six sort of thing coming into that game. Yeah. And Tyrod starts. We thump them. They go to four and seven, and they're like, let's go Baker. Okay, we're done. Yeah. We're going to Baker the rest of the year. Let's go. Okay. So I think Tyrod plays. I think Baker is going to sit. And we'll see Ward. Right. Jets, well, because you play the uh, Colts after the Browns, so we've already talked about the Colts. You're at the Jets on December 15th. Still don't know when we're playing. I'm hoping for a night game because right. it gives you more time to go out in New York City the night before. We'll probably stay yeah. in New Jersey. Yep. Jay McDevitt is in here, and he's shaking his head yes. Mm-hmm. So Jay agrees. Last time, the three of us we were like the uh, Wolfpack, roaming yep. the streets of Manhattan, Yep. Um, but on a much tamer basis because, hey, we're kind of nerds compared right. to those guys. But anyways, the Jets – have Sam Darnold. I think he's going to be playing at that point. I think you? so too. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, right there with you. I, I just, I as much as I like Josh McCown, and you've talked about. Your, hold on, let's you do got it. your McCown grievance. Go. Okay, let's get the. Uh, there we go. We got the uh, air horns going. I went to SMU. Josh McCown went to SMU. Yes. What was the combined record when I was at SMU the four years there in 96, 97, 98, 99? Well, I'm not going to go through it because there was only one winning season out of that. So, surely the SMU Mustangs had no use for Josh McCown. I mean, what are you going to do with a quarterback who spent two decades in the league, basically? You don't need him, do you? Josh McCown obviously transferred out of Sam Houston because he was misused by the SMU Mustangs. It still angers me. Yeah. They couldn't figure out what to do with an with an NFL caliber quarterback there. This is all out of love for Josh. I love Josh McCown. Yeah, he was misused there. 
Anyways. McCown Festivus. I love it. He was it. a hell of a basketball player, too. Yeah. I mean, he's quick like Oh, a, I've seen some of his. I've seen some like of his recent video. He's a jungle cat, dude. Yeah. I've seen some of his recent video. He's still good. Yeah. I think absolutely we see Sam Darnold at that point, as much as I like Josh McCown. But I think I think the Jets are going to be continue to be better. I just don't think it's going to be to a point where they don't want to see what they have with Darnold. They're going to want to see. By that point of the year, three games left, the Texans and the two after that, I absolutely think that we're going to see them. All right, so that brings us, John, to the Philadelphia Eagles on December 23rd. We, we know you finished with the Jaguars. We talked about the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. They did not have a first-round selection because they traded back, yep. and Lamar Jackson was selected with that pick by the Ravens. But they took a guy who a lot of folks are pretty excited about in Dallas Goddard, the tight end. And why would you not see him? Because they lost a few tight ends. In the no, offseason. you're right. They lost Trey Burton. They lost Brent Selleck. And they run a lot of three tight end sets, a lot of two tight end sets. They use Burton in some different ways. I don't think there's any question we're going to see Dallas Goddard. And I just love the fact that Philadelphia has a tight end named Dallas that they drafted in Arlington. That they traded up to get in Arlington in front of the Dallas Cowboys. So they went and got Dallas before Dallas. It's perfect. Just fantastic. So to recap, we're going through the schedule. Sit or see. Who are we going to see? Rookie-wise, first round or first pick-wise out of all these opponents, you're at the Pats. We think we're going to see both of them, Wynn and Michael. At the Titans, we think Landry's going to sit that first time around, but it'll come back later, and then we think we'll see Evans. Barkley, of course, with the Giants, you'll see him. Nelson, of course, with the Colts, you'll see him. Van Der Esch, don't think you're going to see him starting. He's with the Cowboys. Allen with the Bills, probably a little too soon. We think it's still going to be the A.J. McCarron glory days at that point. <laughs> At the Jags, we st- <laughs> you don't agree? We think we will not see Brian starting that early, but you're going to see more of him later in the season when the uh, Texans and Jags finish things up in Week 17. You'll see Minka Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. At the Broncos, Bradley Chubb, no question about it. At Washington, D-Payne for sure. Baker Mayfield when the Browns play uh, here, probably not going to see him at that point. Denzel Ward, yes, the corner. At Jets, Sam Darnold, he'll play. At Eagles, Dallas Goddard, he'll play. So that's that, John. There you go. That was fun. I like doing that. I like it, too. I like doing this every week. It's in the lab. So make sure you listen on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. Go there. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars if you want or, you know, whatever you think. But most of all, just listen to us because we want to get better. We want you to love us. We want you to listen. For Johnny, I'm Drew, and we will do this again in one week because, John, next week – we're drafting the all-time Texas colleges defense. So guys who played their college ball here, not necessarily they're from here. So you could choose right. Ricky Williams when we do the offensive draft right, in two right. weeks. Who was from San Diego? San Diego, but played, but played here. here. So, Texas college. So get your mind right. right get your draft board together, folks, and let us know in a week what you think. But until then, take care. <laughs>